Good time of the day, and welcome to another episode of, and when I say I mean, I am your co-host, Adrian. And I'm your co-host, Austin. Adrian, welcome back. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, Thank you all for your patience, as I missed last week, and thank you, Austin, for holding down the fort while I was gone. Did you listen to it? I'm curious. I I did listen to it, yes. Okay. Well, thank Um, you. I wasn't sure. I wasn't sure how long it was going to be. To be honest, I was like, I wonder yeah. what to expect from this. And then I was like, oh, okay, it's like ten minutes. That's a good. Yeah. That's a good yeah. spot to be. Um, but it was good. I enjoyed it. Well, thank you. Happy Reformation Day. Thank you. Thank you. Um, are you surviving this the snow? I am. It's actually it's it's nice. So it's like thirty thirty three is a is a tricky temperature to get a bunch of snow. Mm-hmm. Um, because it's either a disaster or it's like everything's cute and looks nice. Um, and right. so we were, we were on kind of the, uh, everything's cute and looks nice. Like the roads aren't bad. The, it wasn't enough snow for it, the wet and heaviness of it to just like take trees down and things. Right. So, uh, yeah, it ended up just, be, it was like a really charming day. I was driving down to, um. I was at a conference in Rhode Island this week and uh, driving down there and it had snowed in the Adirondacks mm-hmm. um, and I didn't know that. So we got there and there's snow everywhere and I'm like, oh, I am not ready for winter yet. Um, but today kind of seeing the, the snow fall, yeah, you know, helps it, uh, helps like acclimate you i guess acclimate right. me anyway to like oh it's winter maybe this will be nice for like three months right today was a classic like i feel like just a classic november day of just like cold and rain oh and you're like yeah this, why, why this, am i not at a band competition right now or or something just like yeah just cold and rain yep Cla- <laughs> classic sitting in a trailer at Northern Lebanon High School. <laughs> oh, mm. man. Eating french fries that aren't that good. Yep. But anyway, uh, what did you do fun this week? I went to a conference in Rhode Island. Nice. Um, this week, what has my week been like? I didn't prep for this. I've completely forgot. I'll say so. some more things. Go for it. I had absolutely zero, if not negative, expectations for this conference in Rhode Island. I went to like an almost identical one last spring, which I uh-huh. think I've complained about before on the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh huh. This was like the same material, uh, but it was more. It was more people that I knew from. I, I'd run into them when I was doing like uh, annual reviews for my my funding stream. Mm-hmm. So I kind of knew the people, and so I was able to have some, some like nice conversations with them about future and pathways. Mm-hmm. Pathways is a is a program. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking more generally, right? Um, and all all the things that I thought to myself about this kind of methodology that we were learning, everyone just blurted it out right. And so, for me, as someone who had already been through the training, I found it way better this time because it was just like an argument about whether or not the training has any validity at all. Mm-hmm. 
um, which is what I wanted the first one to be. Uh, but it's like the overall message of the thing is like, this is how the organization's going. So like, get on board or get run over. Uh, so I don't I don't think everyone realized that. Right. Uh, but anyway, so that was that was better than I expected. I mm-hmm. had some great food. I had um, uh, lobster mac and cheese, which, if you have the opportunity to get yourself some lobster mac and cheese, I recommend it. Was this like real lobster mac and cheese or like Panera's lobster mac and no, cheese? No, 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 no. I'm I'm on the ocean, mm-hmm. in. A restaurant in Connecticut, no, mm-hmm. in Rhode Island, uh, and it's like it's real lobster. There you go. That sounds pretty good. Mm-hmm. I had a, uh, I had a gyro, 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 gyro. <laughs> um, at some some random uh, restaurant on the campus of the University of Rhode Island. Go. I want to say they're like the the fighting blue cocks or something, but I think that's almost right. Maybe it's blue hens. I think it's blue hens. I was close. Um, that was good. I they they said they were a Mediterranean restaurant, but the food ended up being much more like Turkish and or Middle Eastern, which is fine with. I like Turkish food. I like Middle Eastern food. I just. And it is kind of Mediterranean. I just don't think of it as Mediterranean, I guess. So, Wait, where? Okay, sorry. I wasn't listening to any of that because I was looking That's at fine. the Rhode Island mascot. Where, yeah. where? You're at the University of Rhode Island? Yeah, URI. No. Okay, their mascot is the uh, is Rhodey the Ram. Oh, okay. Oh, you're oh, confusing so it with so that's Delaware. why that's why things were like the Ram Center. Okay, that yeah. makes more sense. Wait, where the, did <laughs> the Blue Hens are? Um, is from Delaware, which is where Mitch Gockenauer went. Wait, wait. I'm thinking Mitch Fallinger. Sorry, that's what I meant. Okay, Mitch okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, that makes more sense. I, the University oh, of Delaware. I had that confused this entire time, man. I thought we were on the campus where he went mm-hmm. this whole time. I'd been telling nope. people that. Oh, shoot. <laughs> <laughs> well, sorry for lying to to, no. <laughs> to people. <laughs> that's not true. Huh. Um, so, Rody the Ram. Rody the Ram. Okay, interesting. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, um, anything else from your, I'm, your I'm conference? I'm sure I did things over the weekend, uh, but I don't remember what they were. Oh, um, Amelia's house was being painted, so mm-hmm. I didn't help. I kind of, I helped sometimes, but not a lot. Solid. Made some scones. Mm-hmm. Uh, they had friends come up from, like, the Albany area that helped them, and so I, I was, I was thinking... This is a too many cooks situation. I'm a, I'm a there duck are like out. Too many painters. Yeah, yeah. Fair. Um, there was something I was gonna say, but I don't remember what it was. So I don't know. Do you, did you remember what you did during? Yeah, this week? I remember some things. So okay. Oddly enough, I also did some painting. So Becca and I did painting at her 
like in her entryway because mm-hmm. she's completely redoing that, which is nice. Um, did did lots of painting. Uh, we did a lot of stuff on Saturday, actually. Now that I think about it, we did. We went grocery shopping, and um, did some meal prepping. Did some painting. Um, what else did we do? Had youth group in the evening. It was it was a long day. It was mm-hmm. a long day. This is Saturday. Uh, this is Saturday, and then I'm not sure if you can tell, but I definitely can tell that um, daylight savings time ended because Austin yeah. is literally just sitting in complete darkness right okay, now. Okay, okay. You can <laughs> no, no, you can't see the video, but it's no. literally just like a black screen. I, said, of I, can, I can see the video. I I am somewhat <laughs> I hiding. I was talking to the listeners. <laughs> listeners, they I know. Can't see the video. I'm trying it's to justify just myself. Screen. No, listen, I. Okay, this is this is gonna sound worse, but I'm somewhat hiding. <laughs> so it's purposely darkness. Yeah. So I didn't think that I was gonna be in Potsdam today. I thought I was still gonna be traveling back from Rhode Island. So mm-hmm. I canceled all my plans accordingly. Mm-hmm. And now that I'm here, I'm like, I don't want to kind of re up those plans. So, so you're not hiding from me. You're literally hiding from people driving down the I'm street. I'm hiding from noticing people noticing that your lights down are the on. street in Potsdam. Yeah, <laughs> that's not the most Austin move ever. I don't know what is. Uh, yeah. So that yeah, that's that's what I'm doing here. So sorry you can't see my my stunning visage, but. It, it was just <laughs> it was just funnier than anything else. So. Uh, uh. But, but yes, anyways, daylight, daylight saving is over. Yep, and so it's now dark at four thirty. Weep is, for whom the bell tolls. Yeah, especially on days where it's rainy, it's just like game over at three thirty. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, did some more painting on Sunday. Um. Went to Goodwill. Went to the big Goodwill in Seabrook. Nice. Um. Got some pizza. It was a pretty solid Sunday. Watch some Veggie Tales with some children. Nice. Which one? Um, we watched uh, Madame Blueberry. Oh, that's an absolute classic. Yeah. Um, we watched another one too. I feel like. What did we watch? Was it like Where's God When I'm Scared? No, no, no. We weren't. We didn't go way back. Mm-hmm. Um. Was it just Madame? No, we watched. We had to have watched two. What are some other like old classic ones? Oof. Uh the cheeseburger song. That's you a know, That's a silly we, song with Larry. Yeah, but th- that's actually in um Madam Blueberry. So. Is it really? Yeah. Um no no no. The other one we watched was Larry Boy in the Fib from Outer Space. We were trying to watch Josh and the Big Didn't Wall. Didn't you just watch that one? Awesome. I'm gonna let you in on a little <laughs> secret. <laughs> when you do things with children, it doesn't matter if they've seen it a million <laughs> times or if you watched it literally the week before. That, they that's will what just my... say, let's watch this again. I'm like, guys, we watched this last week. And they're like, yeah, well, we want to watch it again. And like, the, they would get scared. Like literally the giant fib at the end is like eating Larry Boy. Yeah. And like one of the kids was just like terrified. I'm like, it's going to be okay, buddy. He's going <laughs> to make it. I'm like, why would we watch this if we're going to be terrified? Uh, just the catharsis. I um, guess. But uh, my my one former coworker, he said it's it's key to to get something that you don't mind watching over and over again until you vomit it from your nostrils. Yeah, because that's, that's, that's what's fair. gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. So 
So yeah, Beck and I were watching the kids again, and we watched watched some Veggie Tales. For him, that was uh, Lego Batman. He said he accidentally played the real version of Black and Yellow once on his phone. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Yeah. Nice. The rest of this week has been kind of just like blah in that like it hasn't been real exciting. Mm-hmm. It's it's been just kind of straight and narrow. Uh, Beck and I finished watching um, Interior Design Masters on Netflix. Cool. Which was good. Um, it, the person who won was definitely not my top choice, but was definitely my choice over the final two. The final two were not the final two I would have picked. Hmm. The The one guy who was there, I was like, he doesn't even deserve to be here. He should have gone home like three weeks ago. Or uh, like three episodes ago. What was his name? Like Richard or Greg? No, it was um, what was his name? It wasn't Kyle. I don't know. I like <laughs> blocked him out. <laughs> Kyle was, <laughs> Kyle was the other guy who didn't make it. Listen, uh, have you? You've never watched the Great British Baking Show, have you? I mean, I've seen like two episodes. The beginning of the season, there is a guy named Jamie, and he is like. He's like the laddiest guy in the world. The laddiest? Yeah. What does that even mean? Um, like, are you familiar with lad culture in in England? No. So that's like if you're if you're going out with your your boys to to Nando's, and you're wearing like a tracksuit, and it's it's kind of like a tool. But in in England, okay, okay. Uh, so he is the most that in the world, and he he's just terrible at baking. Uh, but they keep him on for like way longer than they should. Uh, it it's hilarious. He he does bring something to the show that it's never had before. Um, but I'm not even convinced that this guy brings all that much to the show. I can't find his name even now. Oh. I, I, that's just so how upset it, I, upset I was that he even made it to the final. Maybe his name is like Douglas. No, it's not Douglas. It's something like Kyle, but it's not like Kyle. It's like short like that. Um, Karen. No. Let me see if I can. I'm, I'm this isn't important. Keep going. Keep going. Okay. Like, so... um. One 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 question that I get asked pretty much on a monthly basis by um my Frank by, his name's Frank. Okay. okay. Okay, sorry. Go okay. for it. I get asked kind of on a monthly basis by Amelia's dad if Kanye's good or not. And um her brother always says that like he he finds it funny that it's like every month. Literally, he asks me this question, I, and I I always say, I don't know. That's it's kind of fair. I I think asking if Kanye is good is something that needs like a month to month reevaluation. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I I I don't know if you got any requests. I got some requests to, to talk about Kanye. Um, so I kind of want to do that briefly and then move on to okay what yeah. we what I teased in last week's episode so did you listen to jesus king yeah many times what did you think i think it's great 
I don't. I feel like I don't really want to go into it too much because I think we might disagree. But um, yeah, no, I think it's good. Um, I mean, I clearly I'm fine with disagreeing with things. I I I thought it was fine. Um, how much Kanye do you listen to? Um, I haven't listened to much Kanye since like high school. Yeah. So for me, who I've just been like catching up on Kanye recently, it it seems like a a milder version. Like his production I I think it's been better other places. Um I I've, I've never been like enamored with Kanye's raps, so I thought his rapping was fine here. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah, I I thought it was if if I'm judging it in terms of Kanye, then I think it's like okay. If I'm judging it in terms of like contemporary Christian worship music, then I probably like it a lot more. Okay. Which uh, I don't know, maybe bad that I have such lower expectations for contemporary Christian worship music. Are you saying contemporary Christian worship music or contemporary Christian music? In yeah, no, I'm. I mean, like, like Hillsong and others like Hillsong. Okay, I think. I I don't know. I enjoy both of them, and I think they're both different enough that. Yeah, I don't know. I think they're both they both are good in their own way, I guess. Like I don't feel like they're necessarily trying to do the same thing musically. Right. And so that's what I'm saying like if I'm if I'm viewing it from like a I listen to a lot of Hillsong and Bethel music perspective, then this is like new and fresh and wow, this is cool. But like Kanye's been doing this kind of stuff for years. Right, but he hasn't been like talking about the gospel. Yeah. I don't yeah, I don't know. I I my my general critique I guess is that it's like simplistic and I don't really think we need Christian innovators. But what do you mean by that? So Kanye considers himself to be a Christian innovator. I I don't really think that's what we I don't need. Know. What does that mean? Uh, someone who is changing the way Christianity is done, I assume. Okay. I I haven't seen him define the term. But, like, he'll, he'll talk about his Sunday services and and say how, like, um, whatever his daughter's name is, Northwest. Mm-hmm. How she's, like, excited for the Sunday service because he's changed the way church is run from, like, a up front to, like, a corporate worship every like the people have you seen any of his sunday service videos um very few so normally you'll have like the sunday service band kind of in the center and everyone it's kind of like a concert um where everyone is standing in a circle around that and he's like he's saying he's bringing more interactivity into the the service than is typical um so I think things like that is how he sees himself as a Christian innovator. But I, I, yeah, I think that's like maybe changing the form. Some of the forms are fine, but like 
I don't think that we need Christian innovators in like a doctrine sense. I don't know if he's claiming to be that. I don't know if he is either, but I would be concerned. I don't get the sense that he's he's claiming to be a a some an inno- Christian innovator of doctrine. I don't think he is either, but like I yeah, I I would I would rather Okay, so if I right. I think that we need more and better orthodoxy than we need innovation. What do you mean? I think that we don't fully appreciate or understand what uh, like Christianity really means and that like the orthodox doctrine is a much deeper understanding than most people have. And so what I, th- I think we need is to really understand what we believe than say we need to change how the form is because it's stale or something, you know? Okay. I, I don't, I mean, I don't necessarily think that he's saying to not, like, know the doctrine. I think he's just saying, like, I want people to like experience Christ in 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 this way. Yeah, uh, yeah. I guess, uh, and this just might be like my own predispositions, but I I think in in saying that like right, we need to change the form of of how worship is done. Moves the emphasis away from the doctrine. Even if he's not saying that, like, you know, doctrine is not important. By saying, like, what Christianity needs is is to revamp the form of how worship is done is kind of saying that, like, doctrine's not important. But, like, we don't, like, worship has changed for as long as Christianity has been around, right? Like worship has changed over the past 10, 15, 50, 100, 150, 2,000 years, right? Like, we aren't still worshiping the same way that the early church did, probably, other than the fact that we're, like, praising God and, like, calling on the name of Jesus. And so, I mean, like, if that's what's happening, like, I think the the form matters less. It, it's more about the content. Um, I, yeah, I would disagree that not every, like, I, that people aren't worshiping in the same way that the early church did. Um, depend, you know, depending on the tradition, but, but I, I don't, I don't think the, what churches today are worshiping in the exact way that the early church was. I mean, a lot of the, the more like sacramental churches. I don't know what the sacramental church is. Like uh the the Eastern Orthodox, Catholic and Anglican and like some Lutheran churches. Maybe some Methodists. I I don't I don't get the sense from Acts that those churches are like a Lutheran service. I mean like the the Eucharist service is is 
like from the the first and second century is is pretty consistent with a lot of the Eucharist services that are still going on. Right, but like it, it that doesn't like that's my worship, right? That like the Eucharist means Thanksgiving. Right, I know, but I guess like my experience in a Lutheran church does not match what I read in Acts. Yeah, I mean, they don't really say what church services are like. Because there really wasn't, like, a church service. It was less about coming on one day. It was just, like, the church is the the people, and they came together and, like, would pray and worship and, like, I don't, bring words and whatever. I mean, Paul Paul lays out a Eucharist service. Okay, I, I like, but I guess my point is, like, I don't think the form matters. I, I, I would say that... Like, even the early church would argue that the form doesn't matter. What matters is the content and why you're doing it. Right, and to me, it seems like Kanye is making it about the form. I could be wrong in that, but... I don't think so. I think he's just saying, like, hey, like, this is this is something that's important, and I'm going to bring it into this form, which is how I am choosing to worship and connect and want to bring other people into that. Yeah, I, I just think his... His doctrine is like not there. What's wrong with his doctrine? It's it's just not exposed. Like, what? Where is his doctrine? What do you mean by that? Like, what? What does it mean for us that like uh, Jesus is king? He he talks about this, right? he talks about how his life has changed um okay i don't know i i i just find it shallow i guess I, like i shouldn't ex- expect like teaching from a kanye album um but I don't know. That's what I. That yeah. I mean, that's kind of what I want from my music. Like, I want the music to be challenging, and I don't think that Jesus is King is challenging. Okay, I don't. I think. Is that what worship is like? I don't think worship has to be challenging. Worship can just be declaring who God is and and what he's done for us and like what he's come to do. Yeah. Like if I if I think about like like people in the New Testament who Jesus like heals, right? They don't go around and start like bringing teaching to people. They just say this is what God did or this is what Jesus did. Like go and see him like he, they they don't necessarily all of a sudden are just filled with like the deepest theologies and doctrine, but they know that Jesus changed their life. And so they want to tell people about that. And so like, I don't know. I don't know where Kanye is. I'm not going to claim to know like what his relationship is got with God was like, or is like, but when I hear his music, I think, okay, here's someone who's encountered Jesus. And now in like, whose life is 
is changed. And yeah, sure, he has plenty of room to grow, and so do I, right? But like he's still saying, like, hey, this is something that's good. This changed my life. I like want to share that with you, and then allow your life to be changed by Christ. So yeah, I don't, I don't expect him to have like amazing sermons and deep theology. But he still is like pointing to the life-changing work of Christ, and I think that's pretty, pretty important. Yeah, I, I mean that, it, it's just I, I think there's more richness there than what comes across in Jesus as King. You mean like the depths of like of who God is? There's more richness than that. Yeah, of, of course, I would, I would hope so. If 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 I would I would think if anybody could capture that in an album like that would be unbelievable. Yeah, I, and I I I want it to be I, I like I want it to be trying more, you know? Like I know Kanye can do better production than is on Jesus is King. I but know like, that there are more riches. And so like it's yes, we should state like the simple things but there there are much much richer things and and so i like i want him to to try to expound them like i i feel like you're being too hard on him like he has to get it right on his first try like it has to be perfect and like has to be so deep and 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 meaningful on his like first go like it... no but i <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I I want him to be I want him to be trying more. Okay. I, is it possible to you that he realizes that like it, it doesn't really matter to try more, but what matters is just proclaiming that Jesus is king? It's it's possible, but yeah, like, I don't. I don't know. I like. I have high expectations for Kanye as a musician. I know that Kanye can do really amazing stuff with composition, and so I want him to do his most amazing work for for God. And I I don't think that Jesus is King is his most like beautiful musical work, and so that's that's. I don't know. That's frustrating for me because I like I want I want Kanye's most beautiful work to be the work that he's doing for God, and it feels rushed and and like simple to me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I, I doubt he's done writing music, I guess is my point. Like, I doubt he's done growing. Like, Hooray. Like, I, I, listen, I want it to be better. That's not that, like. But I, th I feel like you're, like, I feel like you're missing the, like, you're you're holding him to such high expectations that you're missing the fact that it is good. Like, That's because he's he, Kanye, though. But like, but I th you're so trapped in like the idea of Kanye. Like, who cares? 
like and i know that you're gonna be like that's what matters but like does it matter because like if it's kanye right and he is making this album that is proclaiming that jesus is king and talking about biblical truths and like the love of christ like does it matter if it's his best work because still millions of people are going to listen to it it right i mean it depends on what you're trying to do is is it about reach or is it about proclaiming the beauty of god well because like that but that's kind of what my that's kind of what my point is like is what's what's better reach or or depth reach i disagree but like why does it matter if he has like created the most beautiful music in the world right like that doesn't matter because that's saying that the beautiful music is greater than the fact that christ has come to and sacrificed himself to save us. No, like, I, I mean, what, what that's what, what, not what, more important. Uh, yeah, but like beauty, all like, like beauty is a reflection of God. Right, but like, it, I guess my point is, is that people can see beauty anywhere, and like the fact that Kanye is making beautiful music isn't going to like, he's already done that, right? Like he, he, even before he was creating music, quote unquote, for God, like he still is reflecting God because he's an image bearer of Christ as a human. Like, so, so in a sense, like that's, that's already there, but now it's just like, that's the difference between like specific revelation and general revelation. Like beauty is just general revelation. Specific revelation is saying like, this is the truth. This is who God is like that beauty that this music like reflects, like this is where it comes from. And I I think that that's more important than just the, the general revelation of, uh, of beauty through music because that's not what saves people. It's the truth of who God is that actually saves people. I disagree with that, that, definition of beauty though like the fullness of beauty is god and so if i if i think kanye can show more fullness of beauty i think he's going to do that through music that's worshiping god and so i like i i want it to be better because i know kanye can do but this is this is why malcolm gladwell is my nemesis right like but but I, but like this is different than Malcolm Gladwell because who cares what Gla- Malcolm Gladwell says unless he starts proclaiming Christ? Because because like I don't think that matters. I don't think it matters whether or not it's Kanye's best work. That doesn't matter because what matters is that he's proclaiming Christ. It could be Kanye's best work though. But it, I don't care. Like I don't care if it is or it isn't. Why? Because that's not what matters. Like, to me, it, it doesn't matter if Kanye... Like, I don't care about anything that Kanye does musically, right? I mean, it doesn't... Like, that That holds so much less weight than the fact that Christ is king, that Jesus is king, and that he's come to save people. Like, like, uh, and that, that, like, there's people who don't know that and therefore, like, will not be saved. Like, that, that is so much more important than the fact that Kanye can make better music. Yeah, but like, why? Why not do both? Like, Kanye is gonna have the reach, regardless, right? Because maybe Kanye realized it doesn't matter. Maybe he says like, I don't care that this isn't as polished because getting this out there is more important. Um, yeah, uh, no, I and I just, I still just like, I guess, apparently, fundamentally disagree with you about beauty and its importance. 
I'm not saying that beauty isn't important, but I'm saying that like spreading the word, like like we, I don't think that people can become Christians by just observing beauty. There I, has to be some kind of specific revelation of where this beauty is derived from. Yeah, but like it, it amplifies, like it amplifies the message that Jesus is King, right? But it's it's a like a it's a simultaneous working together between the declaration that Jesus is King and the beauty of the because like right. But but that's putting so like that's putting so much like emphasis on the music itself, and I don't think that that like I think that the the music pales in comparison to the message. I think that the music and the message work together towards God. But like you you don't have to listen to music when you read the Bible. You don't. But like if. Right, if you're, if you're, what's, what's your point? Is that there's, the, the, the power comes from the message. The power doesn't come from the music. Yeah. Sure, that music can bring beauty and bring on, like there's, like, it can be great for worshiping and for understanding who God is and seeing, like, that aspect of God. But what I'm getting at is, like, that is so much less important than the mission and the words that Kanye are saying that it doesn't matter. Uh, I mean, I still disagree with that. Like, yes, like that truth is of, it's of infinite value, but I think that beauty is also of infinite value. So like, because both of them are, are a reflection of God. I'm not disagreeing with that. I'm just saying I don't think it's fair to be so harsh on him when that that aspect of it isn't as important. I I I I still disagree that it's not as important. And, okay. and like if this album is an album of worship, right? And so why why would you why would you not want to bring the 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 most beautiful thing that you can to the worship because because i i don't i don't think it's always about like having it be perfect right like so like again like if something so say like something happens in your life god moves miraculously in your life are you like are you going to sit there and think about how can i per- like perfectly write this out and reiterate it so that somebody can say wow like that was very well written no you're just going to go tell people no, and and I don't I don't think like that that beauty means perfection, right? And so like what what I I think is the most effective um song on the album I think is God is mm-hmm. because Kanye is just there singing and he sounds terrible. And what's great about that is like Kanye has spent so much of his career like modulating his voice and distorting his voice and changing his voice and now we just have this declaration from Kanye that's that's in his normal like authentic terrible singing voice and like I think that's beautiful right and, this is my point is that it's like it's not about 
having something be like quote unquote beautiful it's about just him telling about his how God has changed his life and that is beautiful yeah right it's it's so like so I, I feel like you're miscon like what you just said is very conflicting to me no, because no I I don't think you, you were talking you know what so I mean. much what? about the, the you were talking so much about the like production and the music and you're like it's not as Kanye's best work when then you just said like this is something where it's him just like calling out and like like from his soul talking about how God has changed him and that is yeah. the most beautiful yeah I agree yeah so like shape 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 it around that like authenticity right like I don't. I don't need it to like, all right. So like 808s and heartbreaks is incredibly sparse. And I, I think that's beautiful. Like it, it, how, how do you best represent the, the beauty of the message? And for, for Kanye, I think that's being like incredibly humble. And I think he, he is that on God is, but on, on other parts of the album, it, it feels like, Kanye. And so yeah. okay. I yeah, I think you I think we're talking about beauty in different ways, I guess. I mean, possibly, but I also think like this sounds like your opinion at this point. I mean, uh, yeah, what else, like what else would it be? But like I guess like what I'm trying to say is like apart from my opinion or not, right? Like whether or not like I would actually like if if this if the album came out and I didn't like it at all, right? The fact of the matter that Kanye is still preaching the gospel to many people, like to millions of people, matters more than what I think about whether or not the album's good or not. I don't know. Like if he's doing it in a poor way, like what what if if he's using that reach to do things in a way that's like not helpful. That's not good. I mean, what, what's not helpful? Literally, literally in where, where is it? Philippians where like, and it happens during Jesus's time too, where he's like, if they're not for us, then they're or like, if they're not against us then they're for us. And like in Philippians, Paul also says like, these persons are, these people are literally preaching Christ out of selfish ambition but guess what? It doesn't matter because Christ is still being preached. Like, and I don't even think that Kanye is necessarily doing this out of selfish ambition. Like, I don't think he I, is either. I, I, so, so I guess like, I don't see anything that is like extremely detrimental in his album to the gospel. And I think it just points to how here's a person whose life has been changed by Christ. And now he's going and telling everyone that he knows in the way that he knows how to do it, that, hey, this is how Christ changed my life, and, like, I want you to experience that, too. And, like, to me, that is, like, <laughs> that's what we should do. Like, that's the response of the people that whose lives are changed by Christ when he's on the earth, and, like, that's the, the response of, of Paul when he is converted. A lot of people compare this to Paul. I think it's different, but I think it's okay. Like, it... it it's it still is just about like it doesn't have to be perfect it's about saying this is how god changed my life and they he can change your life too uh, yeah i mean if, like what's what's i i get like what's the purpose of the album 
to tell people that hey god changed my life and he can change your life too well then he said that i do i like i quibble with some points of his but i i do too and i think it's fine but right like, but if so if that's the point of the album fine but i i i i think that the point of the album is also worship and what does I, worship mean like like what what do you what's your definition of worship uh reflecting god back to himself okay that's very interesting because to me it's like praising god for who he is or like declaring who he is or thanking him for who he is it's not about like reflecting it's about like saying like you are greater you are mighty like this is who you are and like I thank you that I can even be a part of that. Yeah, I I guess I thought I was saying that. Well, you were saying it's more of like it made it sound like the worship was more like dependent on how you do it and less about like why. I no, like the the why is always fun. Like this is what I was trying to say about churches right like the intention behind it makes it beautiful but it can't the building can also be ugly or beautiful and i think that yeah i mean this this is maybe unfair but like i know kanye can make really beautiful music and i i would want his most beautiful music to be the music which which with which he is worshiping God. It it just feels like you're holding him to such a higher standard than you would like hold anyone else, or at least and maybe you uh, hold everyone. Have to you that met standard. me? But like, but what does it matter? Like, but like, I think that that's harmful to some extent. Like, yes, like I can do like me personally. I can I can I'm able to do things. But that doesn't mean that I'm only measured by my best achievements. Like, that doesn't mean I can only worship if I'm at my best. Oh, I, I don't can th- worship at any time. I don't think you can either. It's, so, like, so why are what, you holding Kanye to that standard? No, no, no. Listen, what I want from Kanye and what I want from, like, artists, right, is to, to go f- further than – and, like, theologians and, like, monks and things. I want them to go – further towards understanding God than we can like I would you agree that some people have a better understanding of God than others yes but that doesn't mean that like you like hold these people like they're still people like yeah but they're not perfect like I I know they're not perfect but if you if you can come to to more fully understand the depth and beauty and love of God, which I think Kanye can in some ways, I, I like. I want him to bring that to us. Yeah, but like, like, ev- like everybody can can get there. Like, regard. Like, I don't know about levels of understanding of God. What I don't know that how that works. But I do know that every single person can grow in their understanding of God. And so, like, yeah, maybe Kanye is just at this level right now, but that doesn't mean he's not going to grow. It, but it also doesn't mean that he's going to all of a sudden be like, bam, like perfect, like understanding of God and everything. Like in the same way that 
you and I are pursuing sanctification, like he also is going to pursue that. Yeah. So, I like, but like, yeah, I, I think his, his, his ear for beauty and music is a way to see the fullness of God. I know that is something about like, that's something that Kanye has and is good at. And he's good at putting forth, beautiful music and creating beautiful music. And so I like, I I want him to continue doing that because I think that's, that is a way in which we experience beauty, which you know, like that's, that's part of God. I, I agree. I just, I think it's just unfair to, to, to say that like, yeah, it's good, but I want more. Like, like, why, 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 why is, why why is be that unfair? Because, like, is it not beautiful that here's someone who literally, like, is calling himself, like, Jesus or whatever, like, a few years ago is now proclaimed, like, completely changed and, like, saying that he's king? Is that not more beautiful than just, like, whatever, like, music he puts together. Like, that's incredible. That Like, that shows the, the, the power and changing work of God more so, in my opinion, than beautiful melodies. And, like, don't get me wrong. I love beautiful music, and I love, like, well-sung songs and all of that. I love that. But, like, I don't want to be so caught up in the fact that, like, oh, he can do better than this, and I want him to do better than that, and completely miss the, like, the miraculous transformation of somebody's life, and not be encouraged by that to say, hey, like, not only can I continue to grow, but, like, the people in my life that I see on campus, right, who seem so far from God, like, God can touch their lives and completely turn them around in a way that, like, I can't even imagine, and so, like, it can increases my faith, and, like, like all of that is more important to me than whether or not Kanye can like make a quote unquote more beautiful song. Like, and I guess that's why I think it's unfair because I don't like, I feel like you're putting so much weight on the fact that it's like Kanye can do better than this, that, that there's so much other like glory and beauty in this that I don't want to lose sight of. That's fair. Um, but like, I I mean like what are, what are we striving for if not to to like better reflect God to the world I think we are that like that is a worthy goal but I don't want to lose sight of the fact that there are people who don't even know who Christ is and say like, okay, I need to be better at reflecting God when I could be out there and telling people about God. It's like, how is that different? Because because you're putting like to me, it sounds like you're putting so much emphasis on like getting it right, and I, not and not as much emphasis on like let me go tell how God has changed my life and say that He can do the same for you. I mean, maybe I am putting too much emphasis on, but like, I, I, yeah, I, I, I think that those are like one and the same, right? Like our, our love 
is our testimony and our lives are our testimony. But I think that we can get so we, we can convince ourselves that like we're doing this as a way of bettering our our light or whatever, or making it so that it, we're better reflecting God. But are we just like I'm concerned that we use that as a way of not actually going out there and reflecting God. Yeah, which is why I think that we we need more orthodoxy. Like we need to better understand our our place, I guess. Like I disagree with that because I think if if Christ has changed your life, you can't just not you can't just not do anything like your life is now changed that like that's not what i mean like by our place i mean that we are under grace and so we show grace right but i guess like if if i have gone from death to life and i know that my neighbor is still in death like like it doesn't matter if i don't know the full depths of theology what matters is that this person is dying and i have the cure yeah, that's true. But and so like uh, what that person that person doesn't need deep theology, right? They just need to know the 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 changing power of Christ. I I disagree. Uh, like I I think that the 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 theology is knowing the changing power of Christ. Right. I, I, Obviously, there's going to be theology and understanding right, that, but right, I don't, yeah. have, to, I'm I don't saying, have to understand every I'm saying, little dot. I'm saying don't separate those things. Like, the more you know about theology, the more you understand about the changing power of Christ. Right, but I'm saying is don't use that as an excuse for not going out and sharing it. Don't use the excuse of I need to learn more instead of going out. Like, you could, like by going out, you're going to learn more, right? By, lear- by, by relying on God, we're going to learn more. Like, Jesus didn't just say, okay, disciples, we're going to sit here and study the Torah. No, he said, go out in pairs of two and do the work that you see me doing. Yeah, okay. I, 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 don't, I don't really think we're disagreeing. Okay. Like, I, I, I think that there is such a, the more you understand the, the inescapableness of the, the, the power of it becomes clearer. Okay, I think you can also understand the power, and then the things, everything else becomes clear, or experience the power rather, and everything else becomes clear. Okay, but like, I, I just, and, I guess, I just disagree not, that like, going deeper into the theology necessarily means you're not doing things. I, I think that's I like don't think a misunderstanding. That's not what of, I'm saying. That's like, not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is I think that the church in America can use that as an excuse for not actually going out and doing it. And I think that's just a misunderstanding of theology, which is why I think we need a better understanding of theology. Okay. So anyway, we didn't get past Kanye, which is why we didn't want to open this can of worms anyway. Exactly. But that's okay. We're here now. We'll just agree to disagree, even if we might be agreeing. I um yeah I th- I think we are agreeing I I yeah I uh, I hope that we're agreeing. It feels like a classic Adrian and Austin argument. Mhm. But alas, anyways, we are at the recommendations portion of this 
um, podcast. Do you have any recommendations you want me to go first? Um, if you know something, go for it. So uh, one thing that uh, here I have a couple of things. One is just like a tidbit, um, which I can't really – I probably can't necessarily recommend because I only watched like three minutes of this. But um, yesterday, Becca and I like watched the first like three minutes of the first episode of Portlandia. Mm, nice. I've never seen any of Portlandia, and so I was like, "This is pretty fantastic. I'd like to watch more of this." So, I- in the event that we watch some more, I'll let you know. Um, yeah, but it, I would recommend thing, it. Um, so on Halloween, I watched um, "Us" by Jordan Peele. Oh yeah. Um, which I don't know if you've seen it. It was fascinating. Um, I also have watched get out, which is with his other movie. This one was much stranger, um, than get out was, and was Mm -hmm. harder to understand the meaning he was trying to get across. Mm -hmm. Um, which I think was intentional Mm -hmm. because from what I like heard, it, it seemed like he wanted, he didn't, really want to directly say what he wanted or what he meant or and and rather kind of wanted it to create more discussion which it did it was good um it's definitely i don't know both are kind of scary to be honest i mean i'm not a person who handles scary-ish movies very well so if you're a person who enjoys scary movies you'll probably be like oh this movie's tame but if you're like me and you're like wow i don't even like to you know whatever mm-hmm. you're going to be like this is a scary movie um but what's nice about both get out and um uh, and us is that it's not like a a scary violent gory movie for the sake of being scary violent and gory it's it's those things in order to um make you think more about what it's trying to say and why like different situations and things like that, which makes it easier for me to process because I'm not just like consuming these things into my brain without mm-hmm. there being some kind of meaning behind it. So if, if you um, yeah, are interested in being challenged and are okay with having to close your eyes at some points, if you're like me, I would recommend it. Um, by all means, you don't have to watch it if you think it would be too scary. But I thought it was going to be too scary, and I watched it, and it was okay. So, Us, by directed by Jordan. Saying a movie is by someone feels weird. Directed by Jordan. Yeah. Bill. Yeah, because like, the writers are often yeah. different. Though I think he wrote it, too. I don't I know if that's did. true. I think he did as well. I'll give it a quick Google. Okay. But there's lots of if – you, if you like symbolism – I do like symbolism. And let me let me also, on top of that, if you like looking for symbolism, even if it might not even be there, you should watch this movie because it has a lot of it. It was written by Jordan Peele, by the way. Okay. And directed. All right, what do you got for us? Um, I've watched uh, Over the Garden Wall mm-hmm. again this uh, this past week. Maybe this was last week, and I didn't talk about it, but... Uh, it's it's like a 10-episode miniseries from Cartoon Network. It's on Hulu now. It's it's great. Uh, I, I was ignoring the many people who kept telling me to, to watch it for for a long time, and then I was re-watching it again uh, 
with the melee and her brother this past week. Mm-hmm. It's so fun and charming. I I just wrote an article comparing it to the Divine Comedy. It's it's more like it's more like the beginning of Inferno than it is really like the Divine Comedy, but uh it's great. The Greg is the funniest character in the world. Which one's he, Greg? Is he the younger brother? Greg's the younger brother. There's this one scene where they're they're like in this one tavern, not a tavern, but like an old ramshackly house. And someone comes in, and she's like, who are you? And he's just like, we're burglars. And we're, his older brother's like, no, we're not burglars. We're just here. And he's like, no, we're burglars. We came to burgle your turts. <laughs> uh, he's hilarious. Um, I don't know if that's – it's it's fun. Uh, and it looks really nice all the time. There, There's a, a scene where the, I love reflections off of roads after a rain. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so they never show any rain in the show, uh, it, during the, some sequences in it, but there's reflections off the road surfaces and it's stunning. Um, or just, just like a shot where it's like this stunning woodland vista and the lights coming through the trees all nice. And then Greg is just like, <laughs> and so it's like this, this great juxtaposition between the 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 artwork and then just like Greg being Greg. Mm-hmm. Um, I was gonna say something else. I recommend Jesus is King. It's yeah. um, yeah, it's 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 good. Um, I have found it thought provoking. I don't know if other people will. Um. But I I would also recommend uh, I think I've talked about it before, but like the the miseducation of Lauren Hill, um, which mm-hmm. I I think is a it's a very different version of kind of what this album is. Um, it's you know it's less straightforward than Jesus is King, which I like as someone who is likes looking for symbolism. Um, I shouldn't argue this anymore. <laughs> We're in the recommendations. Yeah, but I, I, I would say that the, 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 the greater complexity allows it to, to land things really well. There's, there's a just song that's like, um, talking about, uh, forgiveness, and it's, it's pulled straight from. I forget which gospel but anyway check it out it's fun uh and now it my screen is completely black now we've made it yep so anyway thanks for joining us sorry we never talked about what we were planning to talk about but you're welcome for whoever asked me to talk about kanye (laughs) yep yep thanks for joining us and we'll see you next week